Hello and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are doing season one, episode seven, Hookman. Ooh, Hookman. So this is the first urban legend that mm. they do that I knew and yeah. I grew up with. Did you have Hookman? Yeah, we had Hookman. Oh, I keep saying Hookman. Like, a, is it like, a sur- like it's a surname. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Mr. Um, Hookman. Yeah, my partner was like, can you stop saying Hookman? It's Hookman. I'm like, <laughs> I know, but it sounds so bogan because of the way we pronounce things. It's mm. Hookman. Like, it's all very nasally. Yeah. But yeah, we had a Hookman or Hookman. Hookman. I, everyone who grew up loving horror films, mm-hmm. um, I know what you did last summer and mm-hmm. I still know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. Very prevalent. Yes. This is how I got into it and then started searching in the two th- early 2000s on okay. Ask Jeeves, <laughs> on good old Ask Jeeves, and learning about the, the history of Hookman. Hookman. Okay. Oh, my Hookman. God. Sorry, guys. This is going to be all episodes. So- okay. So did you ever have a Hookman story mm. that you would tell at camp? No, we didn't have any Ooh, like okay. No, we didn't have any of that. Had other ghosty stories, mm-hmm. other like, you know, unfortunate, you know, spinster ladies and mm-hmm. you know, these forests are haunted by a lady who was a jilted lover, you know. Okay. Very much, you know, lady in white, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But I think because I was I guess not near coast. Okay. I feel like if you're kind of close to bodies of water, it's always for me, Hookman. I'm going to do it all episode. So let's go. Man. Thank you, Megan. Um, I'll it, just like W yeah. saying Hookman the one time you say it correctly. Hookman. <laughs> there we go. And I'll just dub the rest <laughs> yeah. of it. I won't like I know how to do that, guys. <laughs> It'd be great because it'd be like, oh, yeah, Hookman. Hookman. <laughs> very, very, you know, high, high pitch. Um, I feel like those who lived in like coastal towns or like fishing towns have a Hookman story. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you because I was going to say, do you want to tell the Hookman that you remember from oh. your childhood? Well, yeah, mine would not be that. So you, the only version you know is I know what you did last summer. Last summer. Okay. And then, like, obviously, then I did some research because I was fascinated mm-hmm. because, you know, I got oddly obsessed with it. So mm-hmm. I did love Ask Jeeving. Mm-hmm. Um, good old Ask Jeeves, mm-hmm. RIP. Um, I'm not sure if it's still alive. I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah, so that's how I became obsessed. Okay. But I never had, from memory, a story where you go to school camp mm-hmm. and you, someone tells you a story or you're at a sleepover. Okay. Didn't have a lot of that. Um, okay. But yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, I will tell you my Hookman story. Please do. The version that I got, the version that we told as kids. Mm-hmm. So standard boy and girl <laughs> at Lover's Lane. Oh, it's always Lover's Lane. Always a Lover's Lane. Mm-hmm. And they are making out. Ooh, they're making. They're, they're getting a little makey outy. Yep. And the, but of course, as always, there is an escaped murderer on the <laughs> loose who has always. a hook for a hand. And these always come from, like, it's a prison, but it's a prison mm-hmm. for the insane. Exactly. Or every time. Criminally insane, and certainly. I, I will say, this was not, like, growing up and telling this story, no one, I think everyone thought we would tell this story about something that happened in America. Like, this was never mm. a story that was told about something that was no. locally occurring, nope. or we never really thought it was something that was real for our reality. No. Nope. Um, it definitely was being told knowing that it was an American urban legend, but yep. it still made its way through our, like, camps yep. uh school camps and stuff like that so they're making out mm-hmm. we know that the murderer has escaped and then they hear the scrape mm-hmm. of the hook mm-hmm. and so they stop making out they look out they can't see anything they relax for a minute and then they hear the scrape again and it's a little bit mm. closer 
and they stop and they look and then they relax again and then they hear it and this time it sounds like it's on the car. And so the boyfriend gets out and mm-hmm. he goes to investigate and he disappears and this girl, she she can't hear anything, she can't see anything and then she starts to hear banging on the top of the roof. Mm-hmm. And she is screaming and then she sees the police pull up and they're screaming at her. They're telling her, actually, I think I have heard this story. Yeah. And this is why I wanted to tell you because there's so many different versions. Yeah. It's probably the most, I think it's probably the most well-known mm-hmm. urban legend, at least in kind of yeah. Western, Western yeah, society. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone has a version of this. So she's hearing banging on the roof. Yep. The cops are driving up. They scream at her. They say, get out of the car, run towards us and don't look back. back. Never look back. I think the lesson is run away and never look back. Mm. She, of course, she turns around and the the serial killer, the murderer, is on top of the car. He's got his hook and he's got her boyfriend's head and that's what she's banging on top of the car. The nope. end. <laughs> no, mine was similar to yours up mm-hmm. until, but it's not a car. It's got a soft top and they hear scrape, scrape, and it's always, it's like a, like a, a wrapping, like scrape, mm-hmm. scrape, scrape, scrape stop scrape 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 stop mm-hmm. it then stops for a good five minutes so they go back thinking oh it's just an animal it's just like a possum it's a mm-hmm. whatever a nocturnal animal of some mm-hmm. sort and then the radio turns on mm-hmm. and it's like newsflash you know like old school mm-hmm. 50s like killer on the loose well look mm-hmm. out <laughs> <laughs> see you know very 50s you know or 30s i should probably yeah that's very 30s, 30s. 30s, very 30s <laughs> like extra extra kind of thing yeah and it's last been spotted on Lover's Lane, mm-hmm. presumably. And they've not paid attention because they're like, oh, well, we're not, we're like at the, not at the, right at the end mm-hmm. of Lover's Lane. We're like in the middle way. Like there's like a, a lookout point from Lover's Lane, like a turn off. Mm-hmm. So that can't be near us because there's mm-hmm. other, because there's other vehicles in the area. Scrape, 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 happening. And it gets to a point where one of the tires gets burst. Like mm-hmm. the tire goes flat. They, yeah, the car tilts. The boy gets out, goes, hang on, that seems really strange. Like, oh, no, I'm going to have to change this tyre. I may as well do mm-hmm. it now before some more heavy petting mm-hmm. continues. Anyway, the girl's like, don't get out of the car. Don't be silly. It's mm-hmm. fine. Like, we'll just, you know, we'll call for someone or we'll mm-hmm. go to another – we'll walk together to another car. Boy doesn't listen. He goes missing. It's been about five minutes. And the girl's like, nothing – there's no other sounds. Mm-hmm. But he's been gone for a while. Mm-hmm. She gets out of the car and at this point – there's police coming up saying, don't move, don't mm-hmm. turn around, come towards us, please do not turn around, run. Mm-hmm. And as it's happening, she turns around, like mm-hmm. she's back safety and she goes to turn around. The cops are trying to put her in the car without her seeing what's behind her. She turns around, she sees her partner's head in a tree or some shit like that, mm-hmm. but the hook was on the top of the thing mm-hmm. because while she's in the car, she's hearing this light scraping but not enough to – but, yeah, it was mm-hmm. like as she's hopped out of the car to look for the boy, he's gone in and she hasn't heard the scrape mm-hmm. and the hook is still there, but the can is gone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was only when you rattled some, some things mm-hmm. in my brain, like I'm an old lady. I'm 34 now. Oh, you are. I'm old. Uh, yeah, so Hookman feels pretty universal to me. I feel like yeah. everybody has a Hookman legend. Version. A version that yeah. they got told around the campfire. Um, but let's talk about the Hookman legend of this episode. Of Supernatural, yes. So this episode was also written by uh, John Shaban, who wrote mm-hmm. Skin. Skin that we were just talking about. Uh, last week. Last mm-hmm. week uh, for you guys, literally half an hour ago for us because yes. we're recording a few episodes back to back. And this was directed by David Jackson. 
Okay. Before we get into this episode, I just want to say nobody is acting correct in this episode. Everybody in this episode is off kilter a little needs bit. Needs to calm down and stop judging each other for their life choices. Yeah, it's a very uh, judgy. Um, our family motto, which is my household's family motto, is don't kink shame. And there feels like a lot of shame. It feels like a very Game of Thrones, near the shame, bell. Shame. Yeah. There's a lot of how. How does, you know, I am more holy than thou because I don't mm-hmm. do the thing that is human nature. Or I do this thing and I wish that you would do this thing. So nobody's, yeah. nobody's coming correct in, in, this, in this episode. It's very, it, feel, it almost feels like, and, and Supernatural definitely don't do this, but it feels mm-hmm. very much like you youngins don't get up to mischief because this will happen to you. It's a very like Taylor's older time. I guess I think it twists itself on its own head, though. Oh, definitely. At in one terms point, yeah. of um, kind of what's what, going on. on, yeah. When we find out what's really going mm-hmm. on, but we open on a sorority house, a sorority house in Iowa. In Iowa, a young girl is sitting on the bed. She's just reading, and her friend mm. um, Lori comes in. She's getting Laura? ready for a no. It's Lori. Oh, is it Lori? I thought it was Laura. Yep. Please. Don't make me do. Don't make me <laughs> oh, go no, to the wiki. Oh no, that's my cat's correction corner. Yeah, no, it's definitely Laurie. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I have the wiki open. Yeah, she's going to correct me. Ready to correct you. Uh, so Laurie comes in and she's wearing a very business. Well, no, I would say a very modest outfit. Conservative. Conservative mm. outfit, and her friend. Also, time of the year. The time of the year. <laughs> time of the year. Time of the time. Time of the time. Jesus, cat. Um. This outfit, this top is definitely business. Oh, absolutely. It is very much like you would wear this to a job interview, but also it's a little bit fun because it has that weird, like sparkly mm-hmm. line, like, but it's very much mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm business, but I also like to party, but yeah. party in a very comfortable setting. Yeah. So it's very modest. Mm. And the housemate who is sitting on the bed, Taylor, mm. she is like, come on girl, let's, yeah. let's jazz it up a little. And she gets out. A really quite skimpy, very nice. It's yeah, very, very cute, very, very cute. cute top. Um, it's a halter top as it's well. It's a halter. And Laurie's like, late. this isn't very me. She's like, come on, there's a hot girl in there. And this is the first instance of people not coming correct. Let people dress in a way that makes them feel comfortable. Yep. Please and don't it- force people. People can be hot and be hmm. dressed more conservatively or mod- modestly. What? Well, people like there's like kinks for everything, right? There's kind of right. Pride. I was really of, not sure where you were going. Oh with yeah, that look, I mean, it's a, not. I mean, do what you gotta do, but also, <laughs> what's wrong with you today? I don't know. What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're okay. Had, I've had some sugar. You've okay. had some sugar. You've had some coffee. Yeah. Is this what? This is fully caffeinated cat apparently. Because <laughs> yeah, I had some pancakes this morning. You they did. Were delicious. We went out for breakfast. Went out for breakfast. It was delicious, but also hi. <laughs> anyway. <Polyphene>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is definitely the case of t- Taylor, just let people do them. Just let people do them, and then she. Uh, but Laurie goes out with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, and they do go park in a lovers' lane. Very have dark. you ever parked in a have in a lovers' lane? Yes. Just a plot twist, everybody. That's where I lost my virginity. Oh, in, a in the back lane. of my car. Oh my, oh my god! What a classic. Do you want me to cut that out? <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, it's totally fine. So it could have been Hookman. You could have been. You were you you were living an urban legend. I right was, here. and I didn't realize it was just I was living my uh, driving in cars with boys. You, yeah, yeah, I really was. Um, I'm so glad my parents don't listen to this because well, one of them is has he's listening pa- right now. Oh, he's <laughs> listening right now. He's just like I fucking knew it. He is somewhere in the universe going I fucking knew it. I fucking told I you so. Hold it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So yes, I have been in Lovers Lane. 
There's a lover's lane in Ipswich. All of the lover's lanes that I've been to are actually like lookouts. So they look out uh, over the city no. in my hometown because my hometown, the city is on the plains and then it's surrounded by hills. And Got so you. You, there's lots of lookouts where you could go mm-hmm. and you'd look out over the lights of the city and you'd mm-hmm. look out over the ocean. No. And, um, <laughs> Not the one in Ipswich. And, you know, you'd go there late at night and make out. Yeah. Don't do what I do. Well, I did. Or do. Or do. You know, but go really? shame. But um, the one thing we're learning from this episode is, is your choices are your own. Yeah. But as long Laurie, as you're consenting. Laurie and the most college boy name I've ever heard, Rich. Oh, yeah, that's right. I called him Rick in my head and in my notes. And we see when they're parking, we see a man with a hook. Just honestly in the, in the Ominously in the, the, in the bushes. Yeah, in the bushes and that they can't see because it's dark. Yeah, Laurie and Rich are making out. They're getting a little makey-outy. He's getting a bit handsy. He's getting a bit handsy and she's not into that, which is the second instance mm-hmm. of somebody not acting correct in this episode. Yep, when she says no. When she she says no, well done. Yep. Have your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Respect. It's really good to respect other people's boundaries. Mm-hmm. Rich did not. He was definitely trying to encourage things that yeah. she wasn't ready for Yep. as Queen... Jamila Jamil says, mm-hmm. if it's not an enthusiastic yes, it's a no. Yep. Why would you want anything other than an enthusiastic yeah, yes? Yeah, can't say that you, when you, you know, yourself when you're in an intimate mm-hmm. situation, if you're saying no and it proceeds, mm-hmm. it's not good feelings for anybody. No, it's- nobody wins. No. Um, but suddenly we here <laughs> and we, we see, see, they don't see, the scraping of the hook along the, the- dead. Dead ends. The dead end sign. Yeah, the dead ends. I was like, that's that made me feel bit giggle. on the nose. Yeah, uh, was, it was like <laughs> dead end, and I was like, oh, that makes me feel that's that's a that's a bit funny. Yeah, that's a bit. And yeah. so they stop. They can't hear anything. Mm, yeah. They start to get a little makey outy again, yep. and then they hear another scraping. But this time, we see that the hook man disappears, so he becomes invisible. Yeah. Rich gets out of the car. He's looking around. He's trying to figure out what it is. Because it's on the side of the car the second time. The third time Fine. it's the side of – So the third time it's on the longer side of the car and Rich is out of the car. Laurie is still in the car. Freaking out. Freaking out and then all four of the tyres pop. And so Laurie starts looking around to see all these tyres popping. The back window smashes and when she looks back, Rich is gone. Yeah. And I – I guess because the tires are burst, she doesn't try and drive away. I probably would still just be like, "Let's see how yeah. far we can get on yeah. on Fuck metal." This shit, I'm out. Um, but she is really scared. She's screaming for Rich, and then she starts to hear it on top of the car, mm-hmm. uh, and that's when she screams and decides to run away. And when she turns around as she's running away, she sees Rich dangling upside down, down. over the top of the car, and we get another classic great horror movie mm. scream. Love it. But also, he's also been sliced like on a diagonal, mm-hmm. like clearly by, by a hook, one might one say. say. By one's hook. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we cut now to Sam and Dean. Sam is on the phone. He, where they're still trying to find their dad. Yep. Uh, the, you know, the he's kid, at a payphone. He's at a payphone, which mm-hmm. I think we've talked about before. A payphone is a way that you can pay to use a phone. Yep. Uh, yeah. And Dean is like, look, I don't think dad wants to be found, but come here, have a look at this. And he's found the murder for... Rich. May I point out, mm-hmm. throwing it back because it's 2005, mm-hmm. there's no Wi-Fi. Very true. Another mysterious act of, of Wi-Fi. But he does call Sam over with like an elaborate coffee. Yeah. Like, and I did, like, my note does say cat ordering coffee. Not you now, yeah, but yeah. you back in the day. Oh, back when I was younger <laughs> and I was trying to get in a coffee, um, 
my coffee back in the day was ridiculous. And when Megan and I worked together in a call center, Mm -hmm. we were, if one of us was starting later or earlier, we'd grab each other a coffee. Mm -hmm. Megan stopped getting my coffee. Because she has just, she just had the most, it was very like, because I think Sam's was like, half cap vanilla no. with cream or like yeah, something mocha, ridiculous something, and I, so i didn't discover iced coffee until my best friend was like why don't you just get an iced coffee they're a thing um or an iced latte so it was mm-hmm. pre-discovering ice can be put into coffee i know plot twist it was a large latte with two shots of caramel on half strength milk which is why I stopped getting her coffee yeah. for her. And by half strength, I mean I didn't like the coffee taste and that's why mm-hmm. I asked for two pumps of fucking caramel. So they've heard about Rich's murder and they decide to go investigate. They show yep. up at Rich's fraternity yes. uh, in, at the frat house. Acting and as. Acting as brothers from, from another, another fraternity, fraternity somewhere. We don't really understand no, how No, they've the transferred and they've just accepted that. Yeah. And they go in to have a talk to someone. They find someone coloring himself entirely in blue. I'm sure that this is purple. Mine says, mine look purple. But I think it's for a football game or some kind of go sports team of sports. Sure. Yeah. And the, the, the gentleman is like, oh, can you guys get my back? I missed a spot. <laughs> and Dean's like, oh, Sam's, Sam's your guy. Yeah, um, Sam's the, the, things the family. Can, the, the, the things he can do with a brush. Yeah. Uh, and then Dean laughs and sits down, which is standard brother behavior. Yeah. I standard think. brother and also standard Dean. Like Dean yeah. is that guy. He's like, oh, I'm not – I don't mind paying a, bit, a guy's back, but at the same time, I, if I can throw Sam under the bus mm-hmm. for this, mm-hmm, yeah, girl. I absolutely will. Yep. Uh, so he – the – Blue guy, I don't think he gets a name, explains no. that... Painted guy. Rich was dating Laurie, who was very hot and also had an ex- extra hot points because she was a reverend's daughter. I know. I literally wrote, oh, the reverend's daughter. Mm-hmm. So mm. I might know... Ten points, apparently. <laughs> extra kinky. Yeah. Uh, so they decide to go uh, to a service for the reverend. Now, I was raised Catholic. I don't know a ton about how other denominations look. This felt very Catholic-y yeah, to me. Like, I, he had yeah. the full kind of Catholic robes on. It was looked like a very, like, fancy Archbish- church. Yeah, it looks like a very archbishopy kind of vibe. Trust me when I say that's regular fancy. That's priest. Like, archbishops. Oh, what? It's a whole other thing. Okay. All but right. regular priests in, in Catholicism, that's that's your standard garb on a Sunday. So that's why I was like, is this – Because I kept saying reverend, and I was like, okay. That's but- not Catholic. That's, like, your Protestant – Yeah. Kind of, so they kept yeah. saying Reverend, but it did look kind of Catholic, Catholic to me. Yeah, like when, so because when you put the the robes on, like for someone who is a Lutheran base, I'm like, hang on. As we most people know, Catholics are priests, and they are not married. They don't have children. Very true. I didn't actually think of. Yeah. Well, Wait. you if you are married and then you convert to Catholicism, you don't have to like divorce your wife. Oh, right. You so that could potentially what's happened here. I mean, who knows? Who knows? We're, we're digging not, too deep into yeah. this. Don't, we're, we're pulling a string that nobody wanted us to pull. Yeah, look. Um, but they go and uh, Laurie sees them come in. and Mainly because Dean slams the door like a motherfucker. He doesn't yes. He doesn't just like quietly creep in. He just like, ka-slam! And Sam is giving him the most like eye roll, death glare, mm-hmm. like really, really Dean. Yeah. And Dean's just like, eh. The Reverend is talking about Rich's death and he sort of says that he truly believes that Rich died to save his daughter, which yep. is Laurie. Uh, after the church service, they go up and talk to Laurie. Mainly because when they walk in and the big bang of the door from Dean, Laurie's given some little bit of eye flutter eyes to old Samuel over there. <laughs> so they're, they're talking to Laurie afterwards and they're mm-hmm. sort of continuing to pretend that they just transferred Yep, uh, and that they'd heard about what happened. Mm-hmm. 
and there the reverend comes back up and Dean sort of distracts the reverend and yep. starts talking to him so Laurie and Sam can keep talking privately. Mm-hmm. And Laurie said that she's not a very helpful witness because she didn't get a description because mm-hmm. for her the attacker was invisible, yeah. which is kind of crazy. And that it was, you know, the scrapes along the um, dead end sign, along yeah. the car and all of that, and he was hanging upside down. And so after this, Dean and Sam go to the library to do some research and both of them are like, this is classic Hookman. Hook and very early on in the episode too, it's not where this is – I literally, But this is the thing. This is – Hookman is so oh, well known. Yeah, they really can't really go into it without – yeah, going into it. I guess as well they – you would expect two hunters to know their urban legends. Of course, yeah. And to be really knowledgeable about it in Especially the same way with, with Bloody – Yeah, and, you know, with, they, with Bloody Mary, Mary as well, they were very aware of it and being like, but that, that's a real urban legend. Yeah. And Sam says, you know, all urban legends have an origin. And yep. so they go and they look into the historical records mm-hmm. and they find that Jacob Carnes, he was a reverend mm-hmm. in the 1800s who murdered 13 sex workers. They don't say sex workers. We're going to say sex workers. So he killed 13 sex workers yep. with a hook <laughs> that he had because he had lost his hand in an accident uh, he was later arrested and executed for this. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, okay, Done. we're on to this. We know what's going on. Yep. Uh, once again, maybe we're getting some hints that Dean's a gigantic nerd. Because oh, yes. he says, um, good work, Dr. Venkman, which is a Ghostbusters reference. Sure. Have you seen Ghostbusters? Yeah, I have. Dr. Venkman is... Is it Bill Murray? No, it's the other guy. It's uh, uh, Henry... No, so that would have been... Uh, so Venkman... It wasn't Which Dan Aykroyd. No, it's not Dan Aykroyd. It's not Bill Murray. It's not Bill Murray. It's the other one. Anyway, we'll cut all this out. It's Harry. I don't think his name's Harry. Or is it Harry? It's not important. Look, it's that guy. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's that guy. And so that night they go to Nine Mile Road to <laughs> find, uh, see what they can find. And this is the first time that we see that they have shotguns filled with rock salt. Yeah. And that this was something that. Dean and John came up with because yep. guns, obviously, as we learned in the pilot, don't work on ghosts, no. but salt is a spirit deterrent. And it's also pure. And it's, yeah, and they actually came up with this. This is pretend. This was invented for the show mm-hmm. um, by, I actually know who came up with this idea. Oh, yeah, so it was Ron Milbauer and Terry Hughes-Burton who wrote Wendigo and mm-hmm. did the story for Bloody Mary. So okay. they came up with it and Eric Kripke, our friend. Yes, my bestie. Your bestie um, really liked the idea because he liked that it was very blue collar, the idea of using a shotgun but filling it with salt. They are down at Nine Mile Road, which mm-hmm. is the lover's lane. Yep. Um, they think they hear something in the bushes, but it is just the, a, cop. the cops. And they arrest them and sort of take them away. With the gun. <laughs> yep. In the meantime, Lori has returned to the sorority house. Yep. Her dad is very unhappy with the idea mm. of her being in the house with 22 girls. And knowing um, that what 22 girls would do in a sorority house. Yeah, what they get up, up to. Up to no good. Exactly. And she gets very angry. She's like, you know, you have to let me live my own life. I'm 18, dad. Yeah, you need to let me make my own choices. choices. Yep. And she slams the door and goes inside. Her roommate, Taylor, is already in bed and asleep. And so she goes to sleep as well. Mm -hmm. And she wakes up the next morning and... Sees the drip drip. Sees the dripping blood. Mm -hmm. Um, Poor Taylor. Poor Taylor. Poor Taylor has been murdered. What a way to wake up to. I literally like, like, boy, howdy. Mm -hmm. What a way to wake up. 
Yeah, she's going to need 700 years of therapy. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> when she looks up at Taylor, she sees mm-hmm. Taylor's lifeless body. Mm-hmm. Um, but also she looks up mm-hmm. on the wall with the scratchings and is like, aren't you glad you didn't turn the light on? Mm-hmm. Fuck that noise right off. Yeah, so like, that's part of a separate legend to the Hookman legend. Yeah. But sort ah. of like with um, the woman in white in the first mm-hmm. episode in the pilot, they kind of combined a few different yep. – very similar urban legends to create this one coherent kind of mythology. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so that was actually part of a different urban legend mm. that they've just added to add to the Hookman yeah. legend. So Beef it up a bit. Sam and Dean managed to get out of trouble with the cops by Dean telling the, the cops that Sam is a dumb pledge for a fraternity. <laughs> and they're hazing. And they were hazing him and, quote, unquote, hunting ghosts um, with rock salt in a, in a gun and – they believed it. And they believed it. Dean, once again, using his charm, his moxie, moxie. to get people but out of trouble. at the same time, it's a, it's a university town. You make the assumption it's a university town, so they mm-hmm. understand that pledges do pledges, stupid things. Exactly. So, so as they're leaving, though, they see all the cops rushing out. They're mm-hmm. running off, and they follow the cops, and it obviously takes them back to the sorority, yeah, yep. and they see that Laurie. Taylor has been murdered and yep. Laurie is there. The sheriff's a bit suspicious of Laurie because yep. she's now been involved in two, two? very similar murders. Mm. Um, but the reverend's like, well, arrest her or let me take her home. And they're like, well, we don't really have any reason to believe she's guilty of anything, so I guess you can take her home. Yeah. Which they do. Sam and Dean, in the meantime, break into the sorority house. They see the, um, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? And they're like, wow, that's totally out of the hook. But man. also a symbol. But also a symbol, which was on the hook for Jacob Carnes. And so now they know Jacob Carnes is the hook man. Yep. And that night they go to a party mm-hmm. at, sorority a, house party. at the sorority house. Um, Sam has done some more research and has realized that throughout the years in this town, reverends, priests, preachers have been accused of doing murders against mm-hmm. people who were considered sinners yep. um, when they've claimed that it was an invisible attacker. And so they think probably the reverend is the one that is summoning or sort of communicating unintentionally Dimly, potentially yeah. with uh, the spirit of Jacob Carnes. And he's not necessarily trying to rid the world of sin in the way that these past reverends and preachers were. No. He's just trying to keep his daughter safe. Yeah. And so Dean says, I'm going to go and dig up the body, salt and burn the bones. We're about to talk about mm-hmm. this. And Sam should stay and take keep an eye on Laurie. Laurie because yeah. Dean can sense that there's a there's, there's a a something little, brewing between those like two. There's a little bit of a crush. There's a bit of, there's a bit of chemistry between yes. those two. So the last couple of episodes we've talked about, they keep talking about remains and why it's mm-hmm. important to find remains, but they don't explain why. Yes. And in this episode, we find out that if you want to get rid of a ghost, you salt and burn the bones. Yep. I have some information about why we went so many episodes where they talk about this, but not explain it and not talk about wow. why. This episode, Hookman, was meant to be the third episode of the show. Oh. It was meant to be after Wendigo. And... What happened, or as best as I can tell what happened, the director of this episode wasn't quite getting the scares right. He wasn't quite getting that, like, horror element correct, which is an art form in and Mm. of itself. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so they brought our boy, Kim Manners, he of X-Files fame, in to punch it up and make it scarier. And so it got pushed to episode six. So obviously in episode three we were meant to find out you salt and burn the bones, but because it got pushed – 
that plot point also got pushed and so we had all these episodes where they kept talking like about remains it, yeah. without explaining why because the in the original yeah. version they would have explained it in the first episode or in the third episode. So, ah, Hence why it's now in episode seven. Yeah, that makes way more sense. I just thought they were just building it up for a climax reason. No, they just – it just was the – they yeah. had obviously already filmed a lot of these episodes and then realised that the third episode didn't work. So, yeah, so ta-da, ta-da. But, yeah, so we find out that obviously burning and salting the bones or the remains, the, mm-hmm. re- the remains and anything that's a part of the body um, needs to be burnt. Mm-hmm. Salted so, and burned. Salted and burned so that the spirit is no longer among the living. Yeah. In the meantime, Sam is keeping an eye on Laurie. He's mm-hmm. outside of her house. Yep. Um, she He sees her fight with her dad. Yep. Uh, the lights go out and she comes out and has noticed that he was there and actually knew he was there the whole time. So yeah. um, she makes a bit of a joke that she's like, don't worry, I've already called the cops on you. Yeah. Um, but they have a very sweet conversation. Mm-hmm. They're clearly making googly eyes at each other yes. a little bit, which is very adorable. But she reveals that her dad she's found out her dad is having an affair with a married woman woman. and this has kind of been this whole through line of this episode of judgment and Mm -hmm. of making choices based on what you were taught or how you were raised and she said I've been raised that if you do something wrong you get punished and I have this very specific idea of what is right and wrong Mm -hmm. based on my upbringing and the religion I was raised in which that's a whole other podcast yeah. But got some feelings about that because I relate quite strongly Ew. being raised Catholic about mm. shame and about Catholic guilt. And that's what made me think as well, like, is this, Catholic are they Catholics? Because Catholic guilt is real yeah. and it does not ever end. And then they, they get a little makey-outy. Yeah, they have a bit of a She, she smooches him uh, and he pulls away and then his. The reverend comes out. He yells at Laurie to come inside. She yells back that she'll come in when she's ready. And Mm -hmm. then the hook man appears, pulls him into the house. Takes the hook into his shoulder. Mm -hmm. Graphically. Pulls him into the house. They run in. Lucky Sam has a gun filled with rock salt. He shoots the hook man. Yep. And he disappears. Yep. And Laurie runs over to her dad. um, And they obviously take him to hospital. Sam sort of tries to explain to the sheriff he's obviously really good at lying so he's yes. just like and he's not he's not not telling lying the truth, truth. he he's was just... talking to laurie and this man appeared and attacked them he just leaves out the whole disappearing stuff yeah and, and i shot him with a with, with a rock full of rock souls like yeah, yeah. leaving out that leaving out some of some of the facts but they uh dean comes to find them because he's he's gone and he's burned jacob khan's bones yeah i also love that there's cops in the in the corridor and Sam is like looked over and Dean's just causing a ruckus. He's like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, me, hey, hey, that's mm-hmm. my brother. Yeah, let me through, let mm-hmm. me through. And it's just such a Dean thing. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff's like, let him through. Like, mm-hmm. They realise that it's not reverend that's summoning the spirit or communicating no. with the spirit because why would he get the spirit to attack himself? They realise that it's, it's Laurie, Laurie. Uh, because she has this shame and this guilt that mm-hmm. she has about about Rich for making her go too far, for Taylor, for... Um, trying Being to make her a little bit more, more provocative, kind of provocative. Yeah. yeah, and her dad because cheating. Yes, because he's having an affair okay. with a married woman, which yeah. she sees as wrong. And so they try to figure out why Jacob hasn't left, mm-hmm. given that Dean has burned the bones. And Sam's like, "Well, did you burn the hook?" And he's like, yep. "Well, the hook wasn't there." And they go back to the library. They do a little bit more research, and they realize that the hook 
was part of him. Was um, melted down and given back to the church. And yeah. so it was probably turned into a plate or plate or relic. Um, or it's not uncommon in churches. No. And again, this is what made me go, are they Catholic? Because like Catholics, we love a trinket in, in Catholicism. Oh. We, we love a, we love some. Love some bling. We love some bling in Catholicism. Oh, I mean, you've got the robes. I mean, what's mm-hmm. a hop, skip and jump to a bling? So uh, they, that night they break into the house and also into the, the church. church. And basically find anything silver to burn. Um, and melt it. And, and melt it down and hopefully get rid of Jacob because they realize that it was melted down but they don't know what it was turned into. Two, yeah. They hear a sound in the church mm-hmm. and they go in and they realize that it's Laurie. She's come to pray. Sam goes up to talk to her and try and sort of convince her like this isn't her fault because she's not intentionally summoning no. Jacob. She's not causing Jacob this. is coming to her because she's – Going, she's having these feelings about mm-hmm. infidelity, provocative being her friends being provocative. Rich is pushing her to do more adult content mm-hmm. things, and he's feeding off that energy. Exactly, and so she tells Sam somehow she's decided that this is her fault, and that she is the one to blame, and that she is the guilty party. Mm. And so Jacob does come, and he has turned on her because. She has said that she's the one that's full of sin. Yeah. And Jacob, of course, is all about literally. punishing punishing sin in literally any form. Yep. You say sin, he's going to come there. Yep. And so Hookman comes and attacks uh, Laurie and attacks Sam. They're being chased through the church. Uh, they're trying to figure out because they're like, we burned everything. We can't figure out what's there. And they finally notice that Laurie is wearing a necklace Less, with yep. a cross on it. And they're like, where did you get that from? And she's like, oh, it's a church relic. You know, it's an antique. My dad gave it to me when I started school. And they're like, is it silver? She's like, yes. And so. Rips off her. Rips it off her. Gives the, Dean gives Sam the gun. Uh, Dean runs off with the necklace. Mm-hmm. And I love that moment of them like. The, tag teaming. Tag like, teaming it. Like not even communicating. Sam get like Sam just throws a necklace. Dean throws a gun at the same time. Yeah. They both catch it and it looks, I think it looks really good. Like yeah. it's just this moment of their being communication insane. being totally in sync. So Sam is trying to defend them from Hookman just in time, just as Hookman's about to attack. Dean burns the necklace mm-hmm. and Hookman goes up in flames. flames. Yep. And we cut to the following morning. Dean explains what's going on. He's very like, oh, I don't know what to tell you. This guy showed up. This is what happened. That's what Laurie said. Like that's, it's the same as what happened with the Reverend. I don't know what happened to him after that. And that's and the sheriff says, okay, and you and your brother. And he's like, yeah, 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 we're getting out of town. Yeah, we yeah. get it. Uh, Sam says goodbye to Laurie uh, and she thanks him. She's like, I don't really understand what happened, but I know that you saved my life and my dad's life. Yep. And they they start to head off and Dean says, you know, we could stay. If you want to explore. If you want to stay here and, and talk to Laurie and he, Dean and Sam's like, no, he's not ready yet. It's not time yet. No. Obviously, in the context of knowing this was meant to be the third episode, yeah, that makes way more, more, more even more sense that, yeah. that he's like, but yeah, this, I'm not there yet. But this also feels good because it, you feel more like Sam was probably going to marry Jess. Like it was very, mm-hmm. it was more than just a college love. It was yeah. like true, this is it. This was it for him. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. It was very kind of like throwback to Jess being his one and only love. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. That's what yes. I read out of. So, and they drive off to their next their next adventure. adventure. Thank you so much for listening to the episode, guys. Subscribe uh, on your favorite podcasting app. Go to iTunes and give us a rating, preferably five stars. I think it's out of. 
and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram. We will talk about it pod. Uh, we are on Twitter now as well. So we will talk pod. Or you can send us an email at wewilltalkaboutitpod at gmail.com. All of that will be in the description for, for the podcast episode. Uh, you can check out our show notes at wewilltalkaboutit.com. Uh, and in the meantime, stay safe and don't park on lovers' lanes. Alrighty, guys. Bye. Bye.